Thanks for joining us. Talkline Network Radio, America's longest-running Jewish broadcast network, the voice of the Jewish community. Welcome to the podcast. You are now tuned in to this episode of our podcast. Today we are going to interview some of the greatest and most influential minds in our field. And now, please welcome your host. You're listening to Talk Line with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast on the air since 1981. We're speaking again with former Prime Minister of Israel, Aaron Omer. We met up again at Jerusalem Conference. Nice to see you again. Nice meeting you. Thank you. I guess the biggest challenge facing Israel today, of course, is the radicalization on both sides, the democracy movement. How do you see things getting healed in Israel? There is not a radicalization of both sides. There is a radicalization of one side, and this is the government side, and the principles that this government stands for, and the principles that they want to force on the uh, Israeli society, the changing uh, of the um, judicial system is not a reform, it's a pogrom. It's a, a That's a strong word. It's, I know it's a strong word, but I, I don't know how to speak in a laundered language. I speak as it is, in the most explicit, straightforward, upfront manner. What they're trying to do to the judicial system is the destruction of the certain, the inner basic fundamental balance of our society. Uh, without a strong Supreme Court that can, if necessary, intervene against uh, unjust decisions of the executive uh, branch, there will be no democracy in the state. But should there be some sort of reform? There may, there's something, I don't want to discuss the option of a reform within the context of the present one. So if the present reform will be removed completely, and then an, a, a, a committee will be established by independent people outside of the political system that will not have a limited time of two weeks or three weeks, but a year or two years to try and work out a framework of a legislation for the state of Israel, a constitution, as there is in the United States of America, then this is something that can be accepted. But this is not in the realm of what this government is trying to do. But they're working with the other side, they're trying to reach some sort of a compromise, aren't they? They're working together. Uh, I, I'm, and they don't try to reach a compromise. Both sides pretend that they are doing it because each one of them is afraid to be blamed for not making an effort to uh, have a compromise. But there can be no compromise on democracy. It's very simple. There can be no uh, compromise in democracy in as long as this basic pogrom is on the agenda, there can be no compromise. The question though is though, are we seeing the Americanization of Israeli politics, the worst of American politics now come to Israel? I thought as far as the polarization. The worst <laughs> of Israeli politics came to America. <laughs> I hope it will not reappear. Now the question though is though, should Jewish Israeli leaders be criticizing Israel outside the country? Should it only be done within the context of Israel? Listen, uh, you know, they, they, uh, this is a question which belongs to the past. Today, when you are criticizing your government in uh, Twitter, it spreads all over the world, no matter where you do it. So if you do it here in New York or you do it in Israel, what difference does it make? And the same is for... Uh, uh, television or for radio or for anything else. 
you have to say what needs to be said in order to change things to the positive. Whether you say it here or you say it there. And by the way, when I was Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu didn't hesitate to go every corner of the world to criticize me and to preach against me. So he's the last person in the world that can complain about someone criticizing him outside of the borders of Israel. There's no love between you and Bibi. I think you still told me on the last broadcast that he was responsible for putting him in prison. Look, there is, there is no love lost between me and Netanyahu. There never was. We were never friends. We were cooperating to a certain degree in politics because we were in the same party and we uh, had different roles. Uh, he was a minister, I was a minister, so we cooperated. But uh, I never really respected the depth of his thinking, nor did I uh, respect the lack of uh, ingenuity in his uh, attitude. And uh, the fact remains is that, for instance, Netanyahu voted in favor of the disengagement in 2005 and then left the uh, Likud, left the coalition and criticized the government for something that he supported. And now he is preaching all the time that he was the biggest fighter against the disengagement for which he voted. So, you know, I don't like him. It's true, but I don't trust him. Now, the question I have for you, though, is there's such anger on all sides, and you know, we see the demonstrations violent. How do we tone down the rhetoric? I understand people are passionate. I understand yeah. them. But how do we tone it down? Because it's not good for all of us, this hatred. The uh, demonstrations and the uh, protest is not violent, not at all. I participate in each and every one of the demonstrations in Tel Aviv every Saturday night. There wasn't one event of violence of any kind. The truth remains is that the ministers in the cabinet were criticizing the Israeli pilots and the, uh, the biggest heroes of the state of Israel and said that they should be thrown to hell. To say about the pilots that are fighting, even now volunteer to fight uh, on a regular basis and really save the lives of Israelis. To say that they should go to hell, this is violence. But I think there's, there's rhetoric on all sides that are terrible. Not the same. There is no, but there's, ter there's terrible no, rhetoric. No, no, listen. You know who called the Prime Minister a liar and a son of a liar? Who? Minister Smotrich, his closest uh, partner. So, don't, you know, don't talk to me about violence. There's you, no violence on our side. Do you miss being Prime Minister? Pardon? Do you miss being Prime Minister? Well, I don't know if I miss, but I think that some other people miss me. Does that mean you're going to come back and run for Prime Minister? I heard rumors, but they didn't arrive at me <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. One of the most important Jewish institutions in the world today is TalkLine with Zeb Branner. He is so smart, and he is so innovative, and he has so many interesting guests. I don't know what Yiddishkeit, I don't know what New York, I don't know what the world would do without Zeb. So Zeb, Yashikoch, may you go from strength to strength and keep, keep informing us and educating us and keep fighting for Jewish values. Thank you for tuning in to Talk Line with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast, the pulse beat of the Jewish community. For continuous Jewish programs, talklinenetwork.com or our 24-hour-a-day listen line at 641-741-0111.
1-800-273-0389. For past shows, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms, or jewishpodcast.org. Thanks for listening to thetalklinenetwork.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.